0: All right, welcome in to another episode of R.J. Bell's Dream Preview College Basketball Edition. I am A.J. Hoffman, joined as always by Griffin Warner. Griffin, what is good, my man? You know, I'm a little under the weather, hoping it's not COVID for the 12th time, but uh, I
1: got a best winner. That makes it five out of six, so I'm pretty pumped.
0: Nothing makes you feel better than uh, than winning one of those. That's always a good thing. Uh, all right. We are going to follow our standard format. We're going to burn through, uh, let's just say, I guess, the biggest games of the week, Monday through Thursday games, because none of these are like, whoa, I got to see this one. Uh, but it's a, a slow week, let's say. But we've been spoiled recently. We had just coming off a great weekend of college hoops. Um, but we've got a couple decent games here, and – we're gonna give you our takes on those, and then we're going to uh, give you a way to save some money at pregame.com, and then we're gonna to get to best bets. So the 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 usual uh, routine here. So let's go ahead and jump into things, Griff. and let's start, uh, let's start in the big ten, where there's a Monday matchup between Purdue. And Michigan State, Purdue. We're gonna. We don't have to project because the line's available here on Sunday night. Purdue minus four at Sparty. Ooh.
1: Um, So here's a really. And by the way, it might not be the prettiest card, sexiest card, whatever you want to call it, but uh, you can still cash a bet on it. So uh, it all
0: spins the same, as they say.
1: Yeah, uh, yes, they do. And I'm unfortunately I need to reduce my spending a little bit, but uh, that's between <laughs> me and my checking account. Um, as for this matchup. Um, it's a real question on, on how much you believe in Michigan State, I think, at this point. Um, certainly, I'm not looking to back Purdue laying points on the road in the is zone. Um, not sure it's as strong as it used to be. And Michigan State certainly had looked more down uh, in the past few years than they had been at such a high level. Um, but there's a lot of really good team players in this team. It's, it seems like a team, not a, a, a team of one or two and then three just the guys on the court at a time, which is important and certainly makes – Um, Whenever you get an unfriendly whistle and you get some foul trouble, that can cause real problems for teams that are reliant on two players. That doesn't seem to be the case at Michigan State, but my question is, can a team that relies so heavily on a player like Joey Hauser actually be a competent team when that's one of your big guys? But I really like what I've seen from Malik Hall. Uh, I think the home court's going to be huge. And uh, I don't know that I necessarily am looking to fade Purdue, but I feel like With that, uh, highly touted ranking next to their name, that's a a spot I'd like to go against.
0: Well, I, when you mentioned Malik Hall, Malik Hall is not going to play in this one. Uh, he got hurt again. He Uh, got hurt again against Illinois. So that he he was out from Thanksgiving to Christmas and, uh, the, the same ankle that he was out with before he re injured against Illinois. Um, I think that again, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm trying to cut back on uh, road favorites. I, something that I've I've had a hard time with early in the season, but I don't think I can look at Michigan State without Hall. Um, they the the question I guess is about Purdue. Like they've played with fire on the road this year. they they beat Ohio State by two. And that what I mean, that was like a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago. And they were and losing most of that game. That, yeah.
1: that was like a
0: steel smash and grab at the end. And, and Ohio State, I don't, I don't even know if they're any good. Uh they went to overtime and won at corn. And I know Nebraska's not good. So <laughs> it, it's hard to it's it's hard to trust them right now. But Michigan State, they are very offensively challenged and not having Hall only makes it worse. They went 0-7 for from three against Illinois, and I don't think it's not going to get easier to shoot against this Purdue team. Um, I will say... Hold on, hold on. In what world is a
1: team in the year of our Lord 2023 taking seven three-point shots in an entire game? It's
0: crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that's Michigan State basketball right now. I I will say this. I think Sparty can kind of limit the offensive rebounding that and Purdue's just thrived on second chances and getting to the free throw line all season long. Maybe Michigan state kind of slows that down a little. I think that's the only hope Sparty has here. I just don't know where they get their offense from. So it'd be, it'd be the, the favorite or pass for me. And in this case, I think it is going to be a pass. I think I'm with you. All right, let's go to another road favorite. And this one, boy, there's some history to this one. Kansas minus four, we're going to project at Kansas. I looked up the series between these two teams. Would it shock you if I told you Kansas has won 15 of the last 16 matchups and they are 11-5 and five ATS in that time? The only win in that stretch for Kansas State was the only game that they were favored in. So... <laughs> This is a a lopsided, lopsided rivalry here. And the Kansas State momentum that it felt like they had, and really like it was at its peak against Texas, just came to a screeching halt uh, against TCU in a game that they just got absolutely worked in. TCU shot three of 19 from three, and it didn't matter at all because K-State just kept turning the ball over, kept 20 turnovers in the game and Kansas State this version of Kansas State obviously I, I mean i like tang i like i like what they're building there it feels like they're they're going to be better at home than they are away the crowd is obviously going to be into this but it just kind of feels like Kansas is on another level right now they are the better team on both sides of the ball and i think Kansas's size makes it tough on Kansas State to score inside Kansas State lacking size greatly and some like the the shooting that they've done in the Big 12 doesn't fit the profile of what they were before Big 12 play so i, I wonder if there's going to and if there's going to be like a regression to what they're supposed to be and we saw kind of the start of that in the uh, the TCU game where they didn't shoot well but this team's shot way over their heads in conference play i wonder if 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 you're counting on Kansas State to make outside shots if, if that's the recipe for them to win what do you think so I would
1: have been shocked at a 15 to one straight up, but I got to say, unfortunately, I'm dating myself. But when I was in college, this, I mean, going to the octagon of doom at K-State was uh, like Frank Martin was there, Bill, uh, Bob Huggins, not Bill. Sorry. That's probably his brother. Um, That was a really, really scary place. I mean, nicknamed the octagon of doom. I mean, it sounds scary. I mean, in the middle of Kansas, like who knows what's going on there. Sounds like a (laughs) a really weird satanic cult, but uh, awesome for, for purple. And if you like basketball, um, Jerome Tang has been awesome. I actually almost backed uh, K-State this weekend. I'm really glad I didn't because uh, I bet K-State in their loss to Butler on the road, which looks really, really questionable at this point. Um, and almost nearly timed that twice. Uh, TC is really a team that just wants to get out and transition. If you're going to turn the ball over like that, that should have been part of the game plan. Um, I imagine Jerome Tang said that a million times and that was on the players, but um Pretty much why I laid off K-State this weekend is that they are going to just shoot long three-pointers. That is their offense. Or long jump shots. They have absolutely no size, which this is one of the smaller Kansas teams that I can remember. But um, unfortunately, they probably should have a very close attention to detail on the turnovers, especially after what happened in Fort Worth. But um, if they're going to really know that TCU scores in transition off turnovers and still have that type of problem, I don't know that turning the page over coming home is going to change that so much. Um, and unfortunately, once KU can get out and transition, that is a scary, scary team. Um, I'm going to need to see a little bit more from K-State. I feel like they got really hot and had that incredible offensive performance in Austin against Texas. But um, I don't know that I necessarily believe in what they are besides long jump shots. I imagine that'll go in way more often. For example, in the octagon of doom with all your friend Channing and doing the weird like up and down the, like the chest stuff that they do. Um, that Jerome Tang also does after wins. But I don't think that's a really good setup for something you to rely upon because if that's not working, I don't know what K-State
0: does for offense. Yeah, that's kind of where, at, especially in this game, where I, th- I think it's almost going to be impossible. For, and like you said, Kansas is smaller than a normal Kansas team. They're still way, way bigger than this, this Kansas State team. So uh, I, I, I'm until I see Kansas State like prove to me that they're a, a legit, great outside shooting team, I'm going to have a hard time buying into them because, like I said, I saw all the non-conference. They were okay, and then conference plays come around. And with the exception of this last game against TCU, they've been kind of a rocket ship from outside. I just don't know if I buy it. Uh, All right, let's stay in the Big 12 where we've got Texas heading to Iowa State, and we're going to project this one as a pick. So it'd be a good matchup, Griffin. What do you where do you where do you uh where do you see this one? What's what's important in this matchup? Uh definitely important. Um, how does
1: Texas handle the Hilton Magic, the Hilton Coliseum? Um, I thought I watched all of the case K- Kansas Iowa State game um and thought Iowa State was punch for punch the entire game. I almost nearly backed Iowa State and I tried my best to uh, root a Kansas cover. So I would have saved myself some money. But Iowa State was in that game throughout, could have certainly won it. Um, if one shot goes in, it was as simple as that. Um, and I will say that at home, we're going to be a really great team. They're really foul happy, which is part of how they turn so many, how they force so many turnovers. But I think that's the nicest thing is that playing at home, you're very likely to get bailed out or not get called for fouls. That probably would be touch fouls on the road. Uh, I think it's going to be a real test for Texas who is still, Um, Got the cloud of Chris Beard hanging around the team. He's recently fired for cause, which is, of course, going to result in lawsuits and things of that nature. Um, I don't know that I necessarily believe in Rodney Terry. He's made the NCAA tournament with teams like Fresno State, but not one with this expectation level. And uh, I think we've talked about the Texas team and it being a bunch of good players. But right now, their offense looks like desperation shots for Marcus Carr if they're not getting an open three or a putback layup or something like that. And that doesn't seem very repeatable. Um, I think Iowa state is going to be a team that I'm looking for uh, playing well and ultimately turning up and continuing the success they've had in the big 12.
0: Yeah. It feels sort of like Texas is um, they're getting by right now since Chris Beard has has been gone or stepped away the, whatever, whatever you want to say since he's not been on the sideline, the wins are coming. And the only loss being that again, that blowout loss against Kansas state that we talked about, but, it's a a one point win against Oklahoma. Uh, It was remember it was overtime against rice. It was now just a a two point win at home against Texas tech, A, a Texas tech team that I've faded on this show because I don't think they're very good. It's, it almost feels like they're just doing enough to get by. And when you, when you're, when that's kind of your MO and you go on the road to these tougher spots, I think you're, you're being, you're playing with fire and uh, it feels like Iowa state has been so good at home this year that if Texas feels like they're just going to win a tight one and do just enough to get by that, it it feels like the kind of spot where they get burned. So I am certainly leaning to Iowa state. We will save your, uh, your pick because this is going to be your best bet is going to be on this game. So we'll save that for the very end. Before we do, though, let's talk the UCLA-Arizona State game. This is on Thursday. Uh, we're going to project UCLA as about a six-point road favorite. Lots of road favorites on this episode. They're trying to tempt me back into it, it feels like, but I'm I'm trying my best to stay away from it. Arizona State, credit where it's due, The they sweep the Washington teams at home, which... Okay, fine, but going on the road and sweeping the Oregon teams—that's that's a nice little run, uh, especially given that Oregon—you know—the two nights after they, you know, after they lose to Arizona State, blows out Arizona at home, so that Oregon win looks really good right now. Uh, this Arizona State team seems to have kind of found something since that, like the embarrassing loss going into the break against San Francisco, where they got beat by almost 40. Uh, And then they came back from break and lost to Arizona, which no shame in that. But it it feels like they're they're kind of finding a rhythm right now. But UCLA feels like they've been in a rhythm basically all season long. Uh, And this is a team now that is on a 13-game win streak. Is there a chance that Arizona State ends it on Thursday? Uh, if you asked me if I believe in a Bobby Hurley
1: coach team, I would say no. Um, <laughs> I think the Pac-12 is looking more and more like a uh, two teams that have any chance to do anything. And Arizona is certainly looking a little bit less or a little bit more shaky is probably a better way to put it. Um, I do think and, and would have said that this was a look ahead game potentially for UCLA looking past Arizona State to UCLA to excuse me to Arizona this weekend in Tucson but um I don't know that's necessarily as scary I think cronin has got a really veteran team um and I don't believe in what Arizona State does uh UCLA is going to play a like mature basketball like what you're looking for from coaching staffs, Arizona state just want to make it as crazy as possible. And I don't think UCLA will fall for that even on the road. Certainly um, there's some huge benefits to playing at home officials, sleeping in your own beds, uh, the whatever curtain of distraction they do in Tempe, but um, I'm not a believer in Arizona state. I think I've, I've learned that Bobby Hurley teams are maybe good in tournaments, but that's about the only time I look to back them. Even at home in this type of situation, I think that there's possibility they cover the spread, but I'm not really looking to go against UCLA, who I think will play a mature brand of basketball and make it really hard in Arizona State to get out on transition and try to play some havoc game that they uh, will essentially need to win.
0: And so you and I know you particularly don't you don't love playing underdogs unless you think they have a chance to win outright. Sounds like you don't think that Arizona State has much of a chance to win outright. I mean, any home game,
1: of course, it's possible. A spread under 10, of course, it's possible. But um, I think there are a lot better chances if you're throwing some underdogs in uh, for a chance to get to the window with a straight up win. Um, could certainly happen. UCLA, I mean, no team is is perfect in this sport. Anyone can lose. Houston's had real trouble with some bad teams lately, for example.
0: Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's a reasonable or, or likely outcome for this one. It's also tough because you. it's hard to find like a comp for this game because i mean the the only other real you know solid team that they've played at home is Arizona. Um and Arizona and UCLA are certainly very different teams but i'm talking about from just like a quality of play standpoint. Right. It, mo- most of the the good opponents that they've had have been either away from home or a neutral so it's hard to know how much of an advantage they'll have here. So all right, uh let's let's give the people a, a way to save some money at pregame and then we're going to jump into best bets.
1: Sounds good. Use the promo code court 20 like home court minus the home part court 20 you get 20% off for all listeners of this college basketball podcast good for seven days from the podcast release you can grab uh, my plays AJ plays and I, I know that uh, UFC just happened there's probably another one coming even though I heard some disturbing news about Dana White but this is not a UFC podcast so I'll <laughs> leave that to the experts. Um, I'm trying to get picks out each night. Uh, look for me there if you're if you're interested. Um of course, AJ, uh, Steve Fezzik, we got the NFL playoffs going on. I'm Sure a lot more more numbers coming out tonight when we see the result of most of these games. Um, but use the promo code. court twenty, get twenty percent off, and we get a little credit. So uh, we appreciate it if you use our code.
0: All right. Well, we teased that you had a best bet on the Iowa State game, and I actually I'm gonna have a a total for my best bet. So we go one and one on best bets again. Uh, you had a winner with Clemson over Duke. I had a loser with Washington against Cal, who I've I've uh sworn off Washington. I thought Washington was a, a buy low team. And it's like, no, they they just stink. Uh I'm I've come around to that. So learned my lesson there. Uh what is your side on the Iowa State, Texas matchup? you've been listening along, and I know you know it, AJ, but everyone
1: probably gets it. As a Texas alum, I surprisingly don't have a problem going against my alma mater. Uh, probably would hate them if I didn't go there, ultimately. But um, I really like Iowa State. I think that they play a really tough brand of, of basketball. You gave out a pick I believe, for that one. Is that right? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to take Iowa State, pick them. I'll lay all the way to minus three. I um, had a really tough beat on OU this weekend with a three-point shot at the buzzer, but I'm kind of cursed with that at school, and I got to say, as a Texas alum, it doesn't hurt for me to see that happening, but – Um, Kind of what we talked about earlier. I think this is a really tough test for Texas. Certainly it can be done and there are some great former head coaches on this staff. That's not a problem necessarily, but I think the uh, impact and the loss of Chris Beard is huge for this team. I think there's going to be a big problem. There's nothing that's happening from Tyrese Hunter, a Iowa State transfer who will probably be in the doghouse the whole time with the entire crowd. And I can't imagine that's going to go well um certainly could be a, a fight one f- fight at forum and in texas maybe plays a little bit better i just think they're gonna really str- struggle with the iowa state physicality which would be allowed at home essentially so i'm taking iowa state pick them up to minus three i actually think they might be a dog here considering iowa state was a dog at ou and texas was favored on the road there but uh certainly a good performance at the fog this weekend in a loss which i think is a great team or a great spot to buy a team
0: All right, for my best bet, I'm going to actually go to a game that we talked about earlier as well, the uh, Purdue-Michigan State game, and I'm going to go under 134 in this game. I mentioned uh, that they will be without Malik Hall, and the pace in this game is really what, I mean, Purdue is one of the slowest teams in the country. They're certainly the slowest team in the Big Ten, Uh, full 20 seconds per possession right now. And they've gotten even slower since conference play started. And now they're, like I said, Michigan State without Malik Hall, one of their better offensive pieces. uh, Purdue defends really well inside and out. Neither team really gets to the line. That's been really important for Purdue's offense recently. And if Purdue doesn't have all the second chances that they normally get, like if if they're not getting a ton of offensive rebounds, which Michigan State prioritizes keeping you off the offensive glass, then I think that this should be sort of an ugly, grindy game. So I'm going to go with uh, with Purdue, Michigan State under 134.
1: I like it. Um, I don't know if I got to echo your thoughts on Lee Hall. I think he's the most important player on Michigan State besides maybe the point guard combo of A.J. Hogard and Tyson Walker um i think hall is what stretches the floor hall is is what makes the team more dynamic offensively and i gotta say i think purdue games just based on their style of play as the more dominant team i think they're gonna play even slower on the road uh and i think that makes the lower possession game exactly a little bit more important slash keeps him better rested and all sort of stuff and and i gotta say the the bigger the blowout the easier it is for under so uh
0: that might be the case and, and i like your play all right, well, there you go, guys. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening once again. And uh, always go to pregame.com. Check out what we got going there. Uh, I think that you will be happy with what you find. Griffin, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, appreciate you taking the time. Thanks to you guys for listening. And we will be back our normal time Wednesday night. Uh, and, or excuse me, Thursday night. Thursday. For a For a, a weekend release and hopefully uh, get you off to a profitable weekend as well. So thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you guys Thursday.